we want to have this big network of trustful companies and with together with them create projects and i think when we are standing strong together we can make the whole tiny living industry more trustful transparent but also more known the tiny house movement in the united states seems to get all of the attention but there are people groups and advocates all around the world working to make tiny living possible Enter Miranda and Jan from Tiny Living Alliance. The Tiny Living Alliance is working to make your relationship with builders more transparent and trustworthy through several tools and initiatives through their website. In this interview, we'll learn about what Tiny Living Alliance does, how they do it, and why Miranda and Jan started it in the first place. I hope you stick around. But before we get started, did you know that I personally send Tiny House newsletter every week on Tuesdays. It's called Tiny Tuesdays, and it's a weekly email with Tiny House news, interviews, photos, and resources. It's free to subscribe, and I even share sneak peeks of things that are coming up, ask for feedback about upcoming podcast guests, and more. It's really the best place to keep a pulse on what I'm doing in the Tiny House space and also stay informed of what's going on in the Tiny House movement. To sign up, go to thetinyhouse.net slash newsletter, where you can sign up for the Tiny Tuesdays newsletter. And of course, you can unsubscribe at any time. I will never send you spam. And if you ever don't want to receive emails, it's easy to unsubscribe. So again, that's thetinyhouse.net slash newsletter. Thanks, and I hope you enjoy next week's Tiny Tuesdays newsletter. I am here with Miranda and Jan from Tiny Living Alliance. The Tiny Living Alliance distinguishes reliably honest and transparent tiny house companies from companies with less honest intentions. It's easy. You just look for the trust badge on the company's website or use the check before select service. If something goes wrong, Tiny Living Alliance stands behind you to solve the problem. You never have to ask yourself again, will my tiny house arrive in time? Does it correspond to what I've ordered and what happens when it's damaged? The market for tiny living is growing enormously and Tiny Living Alliance helps to make it trustful, transparent, and loyal. Miranda and Jan, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. Nice for having us. You're very welcome. Thank you for being here. So I know that I, I just explained a little bit when I read your bio about what the Tiny Living Alliance is, but could you... Could you give me the longer answer of, you know, what is Tiny Living Alliance? Of course, of course. We can give you a really uh, long description of it, but I think a nice uh, introduction would be really nice. But in the end, uh, the Tiny Living uh, Alliance is a non-profit organization, and it was actually formed in, the, in 2019. Okay. So the purpose of the organization is actually to support the tiny living movement in different kinds. So, for example, at one project, what we can tell you and where the Tiny Living Alliance helps with is the project of an alternative living for elderly people. So, we hope we can present this project on the Tiny Living Alliance website. Mm -hmm. And maybe in another broadcast with you, we can also in, in another broadcast, we can also involve in other environmental production. Mm -hmm. So, we have different kinds of projects which we support actually. Another project actually 
which we support is the environmental protection. Okay. So that means we help private people who have a forest to plant, uh, people who own actually a forest. Okay. And that means all the donations which the Tiny Living Alliance gets, we want to spend on trees to plant mm -hmm. them in the forest, in the private forest, so that we also protect our environmental. But this is not the main goal of the Tiny Living Alliance. Okay. The main goal is actually to protect bio and stellar and offer them a full service for our members and their customers. Okay. And this full service and also the bio and the stellar protection, in a few days, we will announce what it actually means, the full service of the Tiny Living Alliance. Mm -hmm. So also we will announce in the next couple of days the buyer and seller protection, which the Tiny Living Alliance has right now in the program. Excellent. Okay. So how how does the verification process that you do currently work? Because I see, you know, on your website you have a whole list of verified builders. And sometimes when you go to their web pages, you see the Tiny Living Alliance badge. Can you can you explain how that all works? Yeah, of course, of course. As if every tiny house company can apply for a membership. Mm -hmm. And the tiny house company have to agree some guarantees to the end customer. For example, uh, each product and service has to has to be a clear description that corresponds to the reality. Mm -hmm. As well as the customers understand able guarantee bully. So that means that all the companies who has the trust badge on the website and are verified from the Tiny Living Alliance, mm -hmm. they offer the end customer a clear order process. Mm -hmm. The prices are really clear, so no hidden cost. Then a careful handling with all the personal data. Uh -huh. So if you don't want to have a newsletter or if you want that your data should be deleted, then they offer this kind of service. Mm -hmm. And also that you can get easy in contact with them, that they are open and that you don't have a long holding line, for example, which you have sometimes in banks or in some other company. And of course, the implementation of the trust bit should be also be done. Okay. So, but this is not all of them, actually, because after a tiny, uh, after a tiny house company applied, uh, we will set up a video meeting with them together, to get in touch with them, to know a little bit more about the company, how they grew up, a little bit around the story. Normally, we go to this kind of company to visit them in a person. Mm -hmm. But yeah, through the COVID situation, it's not really possible right now. And in this time, in the, in the meantime, the tiny house company has time to implement the trust badge on her website to provide the end customer, the service of the Tiny Living Alliance. For example, the bioprotection, which I talked a little bit uh, in preview, a little bit of the financing, uh -huh. which the Tiny Living Alliance also uh, support in the next couple of days, and to give all the customers, the end customer from the tiny house manufacturer, also the support from us. So we, we stay behind them. We stay behind the end customer and also behind the members. Okay. And, but this is also not 
all what we do to be a verified member. Because in the meantime, third parties will check the tiny house company in the background continues. So it means all the companies who apply it for a membership, other companies with which work together with them, they will check the companies all the time, all the time. Wow. Okay. How long have you been, has the Tiny Living Alliance been, been doing this verification work? So the Tiny Living Alliance is actually started in 2019. Uh-huh. And to tell the whole story, we have to go a bit more further back. Okay. So we both have been living in a tiny house um, in the Netherlands for about five years now. And yeah, back then we were looking for a tiny house and we got in contact with, yeah, we searched, of course, on the internet for lots of tiny house builders and we got in contact with one and we thought this person was really, yeah, trustworthy, we would say. Uh But yeah, during the process, we came across some problems and uh, yeah, so uh, I don't want to tell you the whole story, but in the end, we've got a tiny house and we are living in it very happy. But we did learn a lot from this and from the whole process. And the Tiny Living Alliance actually started when we were traveling and came across other people which were had the same had the same mindset as us. So also people that are not materialistic and who also like to experience life more than buy a big house, a big car, and everything. Mm-hmm. So we yeah, we got in contact with them and we came up with the same story. Or we, we, yeah, we came up with the same stories, let's say this. And from, from this point, we, yeah, we, we came up together with the concept of the Tiny Living Alliance that we want to have, yeah, a network or an alliance to select the trusted builders between the ones people have a bad experience with. Mm. And that I can imagine that it would be, you know, it could be difficult to go from having this idea to actually convincing companies to apply and to to want to be a part of it um and just to 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 gain people's trust how what was that process like as the 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 process i have to say at the beginning when we uh, when we come back actually after our traveling uh-huh. And also with the whole information which we got uh, from other people and also other people from around the world and all this, we it was quite really hot for us to build up, to set up, to form an alliance, a tiny living alliance. Mm-hmm. Because uh, have a look in the in the beginning, we have to uh, found some investors, for example, who uh-huh. want to support us, who want gives us the money to let uh, everything grow because. Every uh, every service what the Tiny Living Alliance provide right now it costs also money. As we have also to talk about the fact of the price. Mm-hmm. But have a look, the Tiny Living Alliance the membership is for free, so someone has to sponsoring it. Someone has to invest in the Tiny mm-hmm. Living Alliance. Someone has to trust in this kind in this idea which we created there. So after a while, we found really nice people. They invest in this kind of India. So we build up uh, the Tiny Living Alliance. Mm-hmm. And right now we work with quite a few people also in other countries together with a web developed team, with a marketing team, so that it's everything yeah, 
really nice and close together so that it's getting a, a, a round shape for everyone, for our members, for the end customers, and also that we bring the movement a little bit further, which is really nice because we need it. We need to bring the movement uh, further. And of course, you find members, they are open for such a new thing because lots of uh, companies today, they are quite busy with building tiny houses. Mm -hmm. They don't have interest in this. Or they are really conservative. I have yeah. also really backwards and say, oh, there's something new. I don't want to be a member. So it is really hard, I have to say, to get members in there. But after a while, I have to say right now, uh, we got quite a few more members and more members. So the Tiny Living Alliance is growing. But also the thanks of the investors and also of the team, which be, uh, stays behind the Tiny Living Alliance. And also with all the connection, which the Tiny Living Alliance have right now, for example, with this, my son, with William, for example, or with Betsy from America. It's also a really nice thing to make this everything happen and to show the end customer that they actually can choose between trustworthy and transparent companies so that they have something to see, okay, to, I can go to this company. When I go to this company, I get this service from the Tiny Living Alliance. Mm -hmm. I get support. I get the buyer protection, maybe also financing and so on. And I think the Tiny Living Alliance is right now just at the beginning. And we are really looking forward in the future to make it more and more, yeah, better for the whole movement, yeah, for the whole tiny house movement, for the whole tiny living movement. So when somebody works with a builder who is a member of the Tiny Living Alliance, does Tiny Living Alliance ensure that the tiny house is being built to any specific standards? Or is that still between the client and the, and the builder? No, we have to say our Tiny Living Alliance. Also we give all the members, they have the possibility to send us certain standards mm -hmm. to which they are belong or following for the whole building process. But of course, we have also to look at it and say that we right now, it is not possible to ensure that a tiny house will build to a certain standard. Mm -hmm. Because no one can check the whole building process 24 hours. Sure. And this is also a fact which we have to trust. But I think that it's not actually the point. Because a trustworthy and transparent company will follow a certain standard. And in case something goes wrong, they can contact the support team of the Tiny Living Alliance. And we protect them. And also, we protect other people for this kind of company. Yeah, and I, you know, I've just heard so many examples of people um, just from, from small to large problems, like some major problems like builder going out of business and, and not finishing the house, you know, that'd be a big, huge problem, but all the way down to just small things like the builder didn't do the plumbing the way that they said they would, or, or just certain things are not quite what the customer expected. Um, how, how does Tiny Living Alliance handle complaints like that? 
And, 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 and the first step I have to say with the new service of the Tiny Living Alliance with the bioprotection. Mm -hmm. So that means the Tiny Living Alliance gives the possibility to the end customer and also to one of our members to protect them to each other. Mm. That means if something is going wrong or the end customer says, oh, for example, the plumbing, I, I don't want it like this because we talked about in a different way, like I wanted, for example. Then we protect the buyer and also the member from us. And the buyer protection, we will announce actually in the next couple of days on our website how this works and why they have to find a solution. They have to find a solution. Otherwise, it doesn't make really, yeah, they, they can't go further. If something is going wrong, then no one mm -hmm. gives the money and no one has the money anymore. So, and they have to find a solution. And the bioprotection is something which the Tiny Living Alliance is really proud. And we work also with other companies, with other partners and sponsors together to make this happen. That this, what you said right now, is not possible anymore. And this is actually something which we really want to announce in a couple of days because right now we are. Yeah, our web develop team will do something, will make everything right. And also a little bit in the background, all the connection has to be clarified and fixed. But we have a quite nice solution. And But in the end, I have also to say, if someone complains about a company, as if an end customer comes to the Tiny Living Alliance and gives a, a complaint. But in the end, every complaint is different, as well as every customer and every member. So in this case, the end customer use actually what I said right now, our protection service. So, and this is something, yeah, finger crossed, I have to say, that we can announce in a couple of days. That's really exciting. Well, I, you know, I look forward to hearing, you're seeing the announcement and I, I will, uh, you know, by the time this podcast episode actually comes out on the feed, the announcement will have already gone live. So, um, you know, people can, can visit tinylivingalliance.com, um, to learn more because it will, it will already have come out if it's coming out in the next couple of days. Ah, uh, that's good. No, no, it's, it's really nice. And maybe it's also uh, quite interesting, uh, when we announce this bioprotection financial or another service, uh, which we right now prepare for the end customer and for the members, mm -hmm. maybe it would be also quite nice, uh, to introduce them also over you with another podcast so they are a little bit more involved in everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. If you know if it if it makes sense to do another episode then then we we definitely can. Um can you 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 talked a little bit about this before um just how much something like this is needed to help the tiny house movement grow. Um you know, how do you see the tiny living alliance helping the tiny house movement grow around the world because it's really been very, you know, there's been a lot of activity in the United States, but I know that people in the rest of the world, in Europe, Canada, South America, all around the world, Australia, especially, you know, also want to live tiny, but are finding fewer builders, fewer options for workshops. Just, it's, it's just not there yet. So how do you see tiny living Alliance, you know, help the tiny house movement grow? Well, I think there's actually two parts of the Tiny Living Alliance. So 
The first part is the most important part, that there's an alliance with tiny house factories that are trustful and transparent. Mm -hmm. And if you want to buy a tiny house, you go to the tiny house movement, which has companies, tiny house companies as members, and there you can find a trustful builder for your tiny house. And on the other hand, I would say we have so many things we would like to create together with the Tiny Living Alliance. So mm -hmm. yeah, we're looking for companies to, to want, that want to join our trustful network, but to create projects together, but not only, not only the Tiny Living Alliance itself, but also projects around it, like, like a tiny house village or... Yeah, there's, we have so many ideas that we want to create with um, with tiny house companies together that we want to have this big network of trustful tiny house companies. And with together with them, we want to, yeah, create projects. And I think when we are standing strong together, we can make the whole tiny living industry more trustful, transparent, mm -hmm. but also more known. So that, that there will, because also right now in Europe, there are, there are so many different rules regarding tiny houses that the whole, yeah, tiny house, some, some people don't take tiny houses or people who live in tiny houses serious yet. And I think we are also involved with Guillaume from My Petite Maison in a, in a petition in Europe, uh -huh. tiny living petition. And with this, we also, it's also a project and we also want to yeah create better rules for living in a tiny house. So I think with this whole, yeah, with these projects, we we can work together with tiny house builders and we can make the whole yeah tiny living movement more known for, for people but in the end i have also uh, to say the tiny living has the one part uh, with the non-profit organization which decided between trustworthy and not trustworthy companies and but uh, the tiny living alliance is also really involved and really and they want also support the whole community of the tiny house movement. Mm -hmm. So everything uh, what we get uh, for sponsoring donation, the Tiny Living Alliance supports the whole community with this kind of money. So it's not belongs, it doesn't belong to the Tiny Living because the Tiny Living Alliance wants to work together with communities, with, with factories, so that we make together all, really all, if it's a private person, if it's a company, if it's a community, if it's Someone else doesn't matter. We want actually that we all together sit on the table, make something nice, and bring the tiny living movement further. Very nice. So you, you mentioned before that that you do you currently live in a tiny house? Yeah, we do. Yeah. And is it? We currently live in a tiny house in the Netherlands. Okay, is it a is it a tiny house on a trailer or is it a stationary tiny house? A stationary. Okay, so can you can you tell the story of of your own tiny living journey? You know why why you decided to live tiny and and what that looked like for you? Yeah, so um, I would say yeah, we, we've never been the kind of people that would live in an uh, apartment in a big city. Uh -huh. So. Yeah, for, for us, it was really clear that we would live in a tiny house, actually. I think to 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 work, especially yeah, here in the Netherlands, the houses are currently so expensive that it's almost impossible to, to buy a house. And apart from that, we, we were just we just thinking to ourselves, like, why would we 
work to be able to pay our mortgage. That mm-hmm. sounds sounds stupid to us, but uh-huh. yeah, we're more the kind of people that like to live in the nature and we want to live a free life instead of one between concrete buildings. And I think, yeah, the fact that we are both not materialistic also really helps. So I think we would rather live our life to the fullest with nice experiences and yeah, travel once in a while um, instead of having a fancy car and a, a big TV or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think um, in, in lots of countries, there, there are people that are more focused on money than their own well-being or, or spending time with loved ones in the nature. And yeah, this is something that worries us a bit. And I think this is just, yeah, for us, it was already really clear when we met each other, like, hey, we're, we're going to live in a tiny house because this is our way of living. And yeah, the, the tiny house we live in now, we live, I think, five years or so in it. And we had some trouble with finding, yeah, with the builder, actually. And in the end, he was more a hobbyist than the experienced tiny house builder that he said he was. So mm. this was a bit, yeah, for us, nerve-wracking to learn. But I think this whole the whole process that we had five years ago and the struggles that we had are right now paying off because the, this is this is a small part of what made the Tiny Living Alliance. And I think we now have a nice tiny house where we live in and we are a part of the Tiny Living Alliance, which is also really great. Yeah, so... I think this is a bit our story, I would say. Yeah, part of the whole uh, problems which we have uh, with the tiny house and with the builder who built it and the uh, insulation, the measurements and the organization of stuff and everything. But I think Miranda can tell a little bit more about it because... Yeah, it's just, yeah, we really learned that not everybody can just build a tiny house from scratch. I think a tiny house is so much something so different than a normal house mm-hmm. and as the owner you really need to think about all the stuff that you have and the space yeah that you use most so are you a person that likes to spend time in front of the tv or are you more in the kitchen and this is something you really need to think about and as a builder you need to think about how you can use the space as useful as you can so in a normal house i would say every meter counts but in a tiny house every centimeter counts. Uh-huh. Or yes, this is of course European measurements, but <laughs> we uh, understood. <laughs> okay, but yeah, and, and like all the choosing materials and everything, you know, the, what kind of environment do you live? And there's so many things you need to think about when you when you're going to buy a tiny house. And this is, yeah, I think this is something only a trustful and experienced tiny house company can help you in the process. Yeah, absolutely. It it makes a huge difference. And, you know, we are seeing tiny houses after a few years here have major issues with with moisture, um, particularly moisture in cold environments. And that, you know, the skills of the builder and, and what ventilation systems they put in and what kind of insulation and other building materials are used becomes really important. It's not just something that you can just do without thinking about it exactly yeah it's just all about experience yeah i have also to say uh, it's all i I think also all the manufacturers said they should follow a certain standards how to build a tiny house 
and also which kind of material they use, for example. Yeah. For example, I just uh, get a little bit uh, uh, around, but not not around. I just want to uh, tell a little uh, a story about it. For a couple of months, we had a nice discussion with a bank. Okay. With a bank to give a darling to financing mm -hmm. a tiny houses, for example. And the bank said to us, oh, have a look. We only support tiny houses. They are built with this kind of standard. So it has to be used material, which is actually environment friendly and so on. They have lots of different kinds of rules. Mm -hmm. And then they say, okay, if this tiny house builds with this kind of material and the manufacturer can agree that they build it like this, then this tiny house is also be friendly to financing, to an end customer. And this is also something where other companies or the banks right now going and say, okay, we have also to force a little bit the manufacturer to a nice way so that they use nice materials, so that they don't have any problems in few in few years or in five years or in six years with the moisture. It's a big problem. Yeah. If the in insulation is not correct, if the pipes, the water pipes are not really sealed or something like this, then you get a problem after five or six years. And even yeah. the winter, the summer, it's deep in where the tiny house or staying, or is staying, actually. If it's in the north, if it's in the south, if it's in the middle of Europe, it's in all different kinds of things which you have to think in advance. And this is, can only make a trustworthy and transparent uh, company because they document everything in advance yeah. and say also to the end customer, have a look, I use this, I use this, I use this material, for example. but it could be possible that in five or 10 years, this material is not so good anymore. So they have to talk in the end with the end customer and to say, okay, this is what I use. This is what you can expect actually after five years or after 10 years. Mm. But this is a really transparent uh, selling process and buying process with the end customer. Wow. Yeah, that it's a lot. It's a big task to take on. And, and I... I admire your your vision for where you see Tiny Living Alliance going with it. Yeah, thanks. You're yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I really hope, I really hope, because the, uh, the Tiny Living uh, uh, Alliance is really open, it's really open uh, to the community, it's also really open uh, to companies, to end customers, because the Tiny Living Alliance shouldn't uh, belong to only one. No, the Tiny Living Alliance actually organization and non-profit organization who should belongs to everyone mm -hmm. so that means the tiny living alliance is something where also the communities can join where also uh, private people can join where also other people can join but everything it should be belongs to the trust and transparent companies got it earlier when you were talking about you know, the story of, of starting Tiny Living Alliance, you mentioned meeting other people who, who shared a mindset. Um, can you describe more in detail that, that shared mindset that you talked about? Yeah. Um, so we, we've met actually lots of people during traveling. Uh -huh. And yeah, you, 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 you come across people with the same mindset. And, and I think this is all what we talked about earlier before that we, 
that were just not so materialistic people. And I think this is something, yeah, that that have all, all, all the people that live in a tiny house just have these, yeah, they, they're quite alike, I would say, because they, in the end, I think they're, they're, they're not willing to spend their life in a city working every day just to pay their rent. And right. I think these are the kind of people that like to live with something small, but with lots of nature around them and with lots of free space with, with like-minded people. And they're more, yeah, they more want to have a campfire evening and talk about, yeah, things that are going on in this world instead of, going to bed early because they have to work again tomorrow morning. <laughs> but but I have also to say, as we also see at the Tiny Living Alliance, that uh, because of our project for the elderly uh, people, so we also support and help a community for elderly people, that we have two kinds of, yeah, of people, one which Miranda actually explained. And also, we have also to think about our elderly people. Also, mm. Maybe our parents, when they are getting older, when they are 17, when they're 75, what they do actually. It would be really nice when they lived in a tiny uh, house community because in, in the end, they need something to do for the community. They need a task to do something so that we can also a little bit force or that we can uh, increase, well, not increase, uh, a little bit take higher the health of the elderly people mm. because we also see uh, if you put uh, elderly people or, or if you see elderly people in one of this stone blocks house, I would say like this, I don't know the, the correct name right now, you see that the healthcare of them goes really fast down. Mm. But instead, what we see right now is the Tiny Living Alliance. When we put them in tiny houses in a little community where they have his own garden, where they can uh, communicate where they can discuss where they can do something where they are really proud that they do something for the community that they are used that they are useful then the health of the elderly people goes really high and they are really happy and even with little childs and babies they are so nice to them and i have to say this is also something which we have also to see we don't have we we, we shouldn't see the young people we should also see the older people because they was the one who grew up as well and we should give them something back. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, we're seeing tiny houses as a wonderful, you know, way to prevent elderly people from having to go live in, you know, these bigger facilities and potentially stay on their property, stay nearer to family. And, and there's just so many different, different uses and, and ways that tiny houses can, can help there. Exactly, exactly. And, and, and you say it right now, in the big uh, facilities, you can see that, uh, that the elderly people, they don't happy anymore because they, they, they have a feeling for unused, that they're not mm -hmm. used anymore for the community. But if, you, if we can make also with them a community and put them together so they are useful and they get happy, they, their feeling of them, they grow a little bit more and the healthcare Healthcare is really nice. They are really healthy. So, and I think we should make it also with them and also with the younger people, also with the mid-range people. I, I think all of them, also all of them, they have a different uh, mindset, what it means to live tiny. Fantastic. Well, um, 
Is there is there anything else that you want to to tell the listeners about before we wrap up? Um, I think just that we had a really nice talk with you, and we, um, yeah, we the, all the things we talked about. I think as you can see, you were quite enthusiastic about everything. But yes, we were really, yeah, we're looking for for companies that want to join the alliance and want to create nice projects with us together. What is the process like for a company? You know, if there are any builders or, or other tiny house companies listening, you know, what's the process like for, for becoming verified and joining? Yeah, so it's actually really easy. If, if there's builders out there that say like, yeah, I want to uh, be a part of this trustful alliance of this trustful network, mm-hmm. just go to the website of www.tinylivingalliance.com. Mm-hmm. And on the right top corner, there's a button which which brings you to the information for companies and also to um, yeah just a form that which we're, when you fill out the form, you can become a member. Great, great. Well, Miranda and Jan, thank you so much for being a guest on the show today. Uh, I'm excited to to share this with the listeners and you know encourage people to you know read that announcement which which I am assuming is already up on your website by the time people are listening to this. Probably, yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And we just want to apologize for our not-so-nice English. <laughs> we, uh, our English is not our mother, nature, uh, mother language, so uh, I hope everybody could understand it well. And if you have any questions, please get in contact with us. Thank you so much to Miranda and Jan from the Tiny Living Alliance for being guests on the show today. You can find the show notes, including a complete transcript and links to the Tiny Living Alliance at thetinyhouse.net slash 188. Again, that's thetinyhouse.net slash 188. Well, that's all for this week. I'm your host, Ethan Waldman, and I'll be back next week with another episode of the Tiny House Lifestyle Podcast.